Hallelujah to that, really, is I think our response to the Law Commission. We are clear in managing and leading social care as directors that we need two R's. I'm the first comprehensive generation, I'm afraid, so there was always a missing R. But unlike teachers, our R's actually begin with the letter. We believe that reform and resources are entwined, and you cannot disentangle the two. But essentially, where the debate about resources is inevitably to look down the negative end of the telescope, this is an important part of debate. This system isn't just broken. We won't win reform and resources by banging on about how broken we are. We will win it by a case for investment, a case that is about something better, about an offer to us as we grow old, to our mothers, fathers, sons and daughters who have care needs in the modern world. And we welcome this framework accordingly. Our ask as ADAS, as leaders in social care, is to define that offer. We want a system that is understandable at the point that people need it. And we think the crux of it is that people could understand social care at a point of crisis, whether that is mental illness or frailty in old age. The system needs to be understandable to transform itself at those points. It needs to be free from fear, echoing 1948 settlement, echoing what's been in Andrew's report. It needs to be free from the fear of affordability, whether that money is private or public. We need to overcome that fear. And it needs to offer peace of mind, that people know that the values of safety and dignity are entwined in what they get, and that hopefully we can do something more than that. But we have to meet those basic aspirations. This legal settlement offers us a framework that sets that new standard. It also, I think, sets a baseline, but has an ability to drag us forward. Great law not only provides that framework, it also offers something to draw us forwards. And in its definitions about carers, in its responsibility around the individual and well-being, in the issues around portability, there are all of those. Our challenge is to pick up that ball and run still further with it. I don't think, and I have plenty of scars to prove this one, I don't think those who use services want to challenge social care through judicial review. They are cumbersome, expensive and difficult processes. I have the scars to prove that one. They are also not ones that people take on their own. We're also moving to a social care system that is about co-production. I think we need to try and transform this agenda about duty to meet need into an equitable duty, where also we're looking about routes that are mediated and possibly go through tribunals that are quick and easy and are about a co-produced settlement to meeting need, not about an inherent conflict. And so with that one extra comment, there is an almighty amount here that we can build on. But we can't have just reform without resources, just as we can't do resources without reform and again, bearing that extensive experience of judicial reviews, go back to the one that Birmingham lost this year, and the judge is extremely clear that councils have no other recourse to controlling resources but to change eligibility. And therefore, we cannot do the duties without doing the two together. And indeed, we need to move beyond the debate about what is paid for and make that transparent. So, what we want to do is to be clear about what social care can contribute Social care is a growing employment sector. It is part of investment in communities. It is also part in some of its new styles through mutuals and through its work in the third sector 
part of a different way of using profit and investment into communities. For those reasons, it is more than a social care offer, and it needs to articulate its offer in that way. Where else are we seeing growth in economic sectors of the scale that we still see in the health and care system? For all of those reasons, we need to articulate our offer and our requirements for reform and resources in that new way. On offer here, and Frances's fantastic work with her team, offers us the opportunity of a 21st century solution for the needs of the 21st century. It is too great an opportunity to miss, and as we engage in the process towards that white paper, it is our obligation to work with government and with ourselves to ensure that we meet our part in making it happen. Thank you very much.